Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, you'll pretty much hear from the entire Ohio State team. We have not only head coach Ryan Day, but a number of key players, including quarterback Kyle McCord, alien wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr., defensive lineman Tyleek Williams, offensive lineman Donovan Jackson, tight end Cade Stover, and linebacker Cody Simon. They, of course, are all previewing this Saturday's marquee matchup against the Penn State Nittany Lions. This audio comes from the Wednesday, October 18th media availability following practice in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Because of the nature of these sessions where they are often overlapping with multiple players talking at the same time around the building, you will notice that some of the audio starts mid-answer or mid-question. That is just because... As we're recording, it takes a while to move around, but everything is from the beginning of their session, even if it just missed a few seconds at the start. But before we get into that audio, if you are finding this episode on LandGrantHolyLand.com, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you can get all of the unique and varied perspectives that you will only hear from the Land Grant Podcast Network. Also, if you wouldn't mind, wherever you find us, please leave us a five-star rating and review. We would really appreciate it. All right, with all of that out of the way, up first is Ohio State head football coach, Ryan Day. Things get tight, whatever. How would you explain how you're handling this week, uh, a game of this magnitude, knowing the referendum that's uh, on the table? Yeah, just like we have in the past, you know, against Penn State or, you know, um, you know, any team we play, you just continue the routine the way it is. And, um, you know, you just you continue to, um, you know, prepare just like you have for, for weeks prior. But you also know that, um, you know, it's a very good team and there's challenges across the board. And so, you know, you just you got to go out there and lay it on the line. You know, you think about the games that have been played against Penn State going back, uh, I mean, even before I got here, you know, always great games that, that uh, you know, go back and forth. But, um, you know, uh, you know, you prepare for every, you know, scenario that could come up. And that's that's our job during the week is to prepare the best we can. It's like a test. And then you find out how you do on Saturday. Yeah, you, in other words, you, you know you got to be on your P's and Q's on Saturday more, more so than – been regular or is it I mean you, you know certainly when you play really good teams you know like we have in the past you know you, you gotta you gotta you know um you know every every play counts every play matters the margin of error as you know is, is very tight 
One, one question, everyone. Tony Gerbin, Buckeye Huddle. Brian, I don't know what you could share. Your conversations with Tyleek over the offseason, yep. what did you see a Well, I think for Tyleek going into year three, like a lot of our guys, um, you want to start taking on a, a, a more of a lion's share of the reps. He's done that, and he's had more of an impact this season than he has in the past. And um, But again, you know, in, in games like this, this is where our really, you know, really good players and great players have to play that way. Uh, Bill Landis, uh, Rivals the Podcast. And folks, we do have other players. Cody Simon and Xavier are here as well. Was there any commonality last week with the delay of game penalties? No, no. Um, no, one of them, you know, we just, we had Xavier in there at tailback. He was running a protection that, um, you know, he really wasn't that familiar with because we were in a tough spot. And we were having a hard time identifying protection. And so we put Xavier in there, and that's what that was. And the second one was a punt that, um, you know, right around the 40-yard line, we weren't exactly sure on the look. And anytime we say, hey, listen, we'll take a five-yard penalty there, especially in a pooch situation. So, um, you know, when there's a delay game, I, t I put it on myself. But, but those were the situations there. Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com. When last time you were in a kind of talent-based matchup and then you took Marvin away, you still had a mecca there. If you can't go on Saturday, what does that mean for Kyle as far as how he needs to be processing the options for that? Well, I, our, our guys, um, you know, are working hard to get back to the game, and, you know, we're, we're hopeful that that's going to happen. So, uh, but we have a lot of weapons, and that's – that's one of the things that we talk about in the preseason is how we're going to spread the ball around. Well, you know, we're in a game now, and whether it's tight end, running back, or receiver, you know, we're going to need all these guys to step up. They're all going to have opportunities, but um, but that's that's where depth comes in, and that's why we have to have weapons across the field. Joey Kaufman, Columbus Dispatch. Brian, a close game. Where, where is Jaden going for That just depends on the wind. Yeah, I think he made one from uh, 60 today. Uh, it was a pretty strong wind behind him, but. Um, so you know, it just depends on the win, but you know he's he's got a, a strong leg. Andy Backstrom, Letterman Rope. Brian, with Penn State ranking near the top of the country in time of possession, is there an urgency to kind of dictate the pace of play in this game rather than letting them, you know, play into it? Yeah, we always want to dictate the pace of play for sure, um, but but they've done a great job of that. So yeah, I mean, winning first down is critically important, you know, on both sides of the ball. You know, whether it's staying on schedule to. Um, you know, to, to stay in third manageable situations or on the other side of the ball to, to you know, force the, the other team into a third and long situation. But, but yeah, um, you know, and that, that comes with winning first down and stopping the run. I mean, that's certainly that's, that's what they're going to do. They're going to try to establish that. And they've done a nice job of that this year. They have, a, you know, big, strong offensive line, good running backs, good tight ends. So, um, you know, we know the challenge that's ahead of us. And, and yeah, this is something that we got to do a good job with. Cameron Teague Robinson, the athletic. Ryan, kind of off that Penn State's defensive line. It generates a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, they don't they, they'll blitz, but even then they, they, they get just so much pressure from their blitzes. How do you balance the the idea of being efficient offensively, staying ahead of the sticks, but also knowing that sometimes take make up some of the negative plays you have to be explosive to? Yeah, yeah. I, I you know it all it all works together like you're saying. Um, but but yeah, I mean they're very disruptive up front and do a really good job. So um, you know we gotta have a plan for that and, and a way to attack. But um, you know, they, they, and it's all, it's all three levels. They have good players. So it's not like we can just focus on one area. And, um, you know, but we're always looking to be explosive. That's, that's an important part of our game. Um, so, 
you know, we know this is, you know, Notre Dame had a really good defense. They did. Um, and, and, you know, a, a little different style of defense here. But, but you know, for statistically, this is the best defense in the country right now. So we know we got a really good challenge ahead of us. They're well coached. they got a good plan. They've got them playing sound right now. And um, so we got to be on our game. Clay Hall, WSYX. Ryan, is this as good a defense as you've faced since you've been here? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, it, it's hard to tell when, when you're halfway through the season. Um, but just as good as every Penn State defense we've seen, they're, they're always good. And uh, this is no different. Again, uh, players at all levels, well coached, play really fast, disruptive. So, um, you know, we're working hard this week to replicate that in practice and, and attack. Um, and, um, you know, no, I mean, anytime you play Penn State, this is certainly what you're going to get. And, you know, we're excited for the challenge. You know, our guys have responded well to practice this week. Um, you know, our guys love playing in big games like this. So, um, you know, we're we're excited and but but very very talented in all three levels. Like I said, Austin Ward rivals the podcast. And if, if Ditzel can't go, how much more of a role do you think that would mean for Jermaine? Um, yeah, I mean, you saw him play last week, and and he's um, he's done a nice job when he stepped in there. You know, he's certainly aggressive, and he's. Um, um, somebody who doesn't shy away from competition. He's very competitive, and so um, you know, if, if need be, you know, he's somebody that we have confidence putting in the game. You know, we see it in practice. He goes against really good receivers every day in practice, and and um, he's shown that he can cover our guys. So I mean, that, that in and of itself should give him enough confidence to say, I can go play in a game. And it certainly the coaches believe that he can do it. Doug Maurice, Kings of Columbus. A similar question: If Mecca is limited in any way, a guy like Carnell, you know, we saw him. Yeah with a big opportunity to make a big play. Has he advanced to the point where he could be ready for more of a role in a game like this? Yeah, I, yeah, Carnell needs to be ready to go. Um, you know, a bunch of our guys, you know, are, I've had good weeks of practice, and, and Carnell has continued to, to, to prove that he deserves to play. Now, this goes back to the preseason, and um, you're seeing it. You saw him make a really nice, a couple of nice catches there in the game last week. You've seen it um, a couple of weeks before in the touchdown catch, and he continues to impress. So, you know, it's about that time when you think about some of the freshmen who have, you know, made it, um, you know, as a freshman, it usually right, right around the middle of the season, end of the season when they really start coming on. So that time frame is about right here for Carnell. So, um, you know, we have confidence to put him in the game. Last two, uh, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Brian, I know you're not thinking about anything with this game, but next year, the 12th team playoff, yep. it's not going to be the urgency, right. a must-win situation. How special is this game? It's not necessarily a must-win Michigan, sure. but it's hugely Oh, yeah. How, how much do you appreciate this <laughs> I don't know if I'd appreciate, but uh, it's it's every week. You know, you have to bring it every week, and that's what's great about college football, the way it's structured now. It is going to be different moving forward. Uh, good or bad, it doesn't really matter. I just think that, um, like you said, it'll, it'll be different. Um, and so the games don't get any bigger than this. And final question, Andrew Gillis, Cleveland.com. Brian, uh, this is obviously a big weekend in terms of the visitor list for recruits. How, how big of a weekend can this be for recruits to see the whole atmosphere yeah. and get in here? And what does that mean to the whole operation? Yeah, huge. Um, guys have had this circled for a while. You know, when are you coming to visit? Oh, we'll be there for the Penn State game. That's been going on for the last couple of months. And uh, we'll have big numbers here. And it's a great opportunity for, for families and recruits to see the atmosphere for a big game. You know, you'll have so many people here and um, you know, certainly all the media outlets and, and you know, uh, noon kickoff in the shoe. It's going to be rocking. And uh, so we just say all the time, you know, do you, do you picture yourself playing in this type of environment? And what you do is you find guys who want to play in this environment, want to play in these, you know, these types of games. Great. Coach, thanks, very much. thanks, guys. Yeah.
Next up to speak with the media is quarterback Kyle McCord. Um, you know, we can't do that, so that's been a point of emphasis, just, um, you know, kind of uh, being stronger with the ball in the pocket, um, and obviously want to learn uh, from those turnovers last week and just continue to grow upon them, because in games like this, you know, those, those type of plays can really make or break the, the outcome. Purdue did blitz you a lot. Did it help them off a game like that? Was that those sorts of things are just Penn just so different? Uh, yeah, obviously, Purdue, um, their scheme, for the most part, they brought at least five um, pretty much every single snap. Sometimes they would bring, you know, six, seven or eight guys. Um, so I think that was good, just getting, um, you know, the ball in my hands quick and uh, letting the playmakers do their thing. Uh, but, you know, I think the Penn State scheme is obviously different than that. Um, so I think the biggest thing is just, um, you know, learning the things that, um, you know, we can take over from week to week, um, like getting the ball out quick versus pressure and, you know, recognizing it early on. Um, but at the same time, you have to take that with a grain of salt because obviously Penn State will run different stuff. Kyle, do you feel like you've handled the blitz just sort of generally this year, like identifying where you think what you're coming from? Yeah, I think uh, for the most part, um, we've done a pretty good job. I think as an offense uh, against the Blitz, I'm not sure what the stats are, but I feel like we've done a pretty good job of uh, myself getting the ball out and the receivers uh, winning off the line, uh, which is huge. Um, and I think the, the line's done a good job of picking it up and running back, sticking their nose in there and giving me an extra second to, to make a play down the field. Um, but obviously still room for improvement. I think there's been a few times this year where um, we've gotten the look that we wanted in terms of blitz and haven't uh, necessarily capitalized. So that's one thing that I think we need to take a step in the right direction going forward. Well, having played Yeah, I think regardless, um, knowing the type of opponent we're playing, um, you know, you circle this one on the calendar for sure. And, you know, playing with, um, you know, a lot of these guys in high school playing against them, um, I think just makes it uh, even more special. But I think just the because they're such a quality opponent, I think that's why everybody's looking forward to it so much. What do you remember about being recruited by Penn State? What was it about Ohio State that went to yeah, I think obviously Penn State, if you live um, in that, you know, Pennsylvania, New Jersey area, Penn State's like the school that everybody dreams of going to. Um, and so obviously been to a bunch of Penn State games, actually got to see them play Ohio State in 2018, the whiteout game um, when Dwayne led them back in that comeback win. Um, and so, you know, in the recruiting process, they were great. They are probably my number two choice. Um, but I think um, when Coach Day gave me the green light to commit, there was really uh, no doubt that, you know, this was the place to be, you know, given his track record. But uh, they're a great school, um, and obviously they have great talent at every single position, well coached. So I got nothing but good things to say about Penn State. In 2018, you went there as a Penn State? Yeah. Penn State, but you were so enamored by Dwayne and yeah. what they did. Did you kind of feel like during the game, you like almost your allegiance switched? Mm -hmm. How did that kind of process work? Yeah, uh, so like you said, I went as a Penn State recruit. Um, I had the Penn State offer at the time. I did not have an Ohio State offer. And uh, that was really one of Dwayne's first big games. And seeing how they used him uh, in the offense, I was like, you know, if Ohio State ever recruits me, I think that would definitely be something to consider, seeing the way they're using Dwayne, the, the way they're, they're throwing the ball. Um, and uh, it just opened my eyes to it because I never really thought Ohio State was going to be a school I was going to end up at. 
um, just because of the the traditional track record with um, you know Braxton and Terrell Pryor and all that um, wasn't really a, a pocket passing type of offense for the quarterback. Uh, funny enough. A few months go by and the season uh, ends in January and they offer me and I was like, wow. So even as you left the stadium that night, were you thinking, well, you know, <laughs> that visiting team? Was yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely the way that game played out. Um, I remember talking to my dad about it and I was like, if, you know, Ohio State, you know, comes you know, calling, I think that's definitely a school to consider. Kyle, aside from getting the ball quicker, what can you do to help the offensive line in a week like this? Yeah, um, I think they, they obviously know uh, the challenge that it's going to be. I think the, their defensive line is really good. Um, <clears throat> and I think for me, um, you know, if I can get us in the right protection calls and, like you said, getting the ball out, um, you know, when the routes present themselves, being on time, uh, being loud, I think just all those things just to help them. Um, and I think it's going to be a team effort. Kyle, when you think back to some of these classic Ohio State, Penn State games and being from that area, think of this matchup as a robbery game? Uh, yeah, I, I think when you think about the best teams in the Big Ten, um, just historically, I think it would be us, Team Up North, and Penn State. And I feel, um, you know, just looking back at, at all the great games um, that have come uh, between us and Penn State, I feel like, um, you know, I don't. it's obviously not the game uh, around here, but you know, I think everybody in this facility knows, like, you know, it's going to be a challenge, and it's been a challenge every single year um, to, that we've played them. Kyle, I know none question. of us can relate to what's happening in a quarterback's brain in the, in the middle of the play, but when maybe you're getting some pressure, what's the process like of maybe deciding, am I going to take off and run here, or am I going to hang in and maybe wait for somebody to go? But just like. In a nanosecond, how do you figure that out? Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with your preparation. Uh, obviously, every single play is different. Every play call is different. And, um, you know, every single pressure is different. Um, so, yeah, I think you have to understand, A, uh, the play call and um, what works, what, what are the answers versus pressure, and then, B, what they're trying to do on defense in terms of where they're bringing the pressure from, what coverage are they playing behind it. Um, and I think you just have to – Study that and ask yourself all those what-if questions during the week. That way, um, you know, when the, the opportunity presents itself, you have the answer, you know, before you even see it. Does the fact this is your home state school on, on Saturday, does that mean anything to you? Does it get your juices going more? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I think regardless of, you know, if it's my home school or not, um, just I think the magnitude of the game, uh, two undefeated teams, uh, top ten matchup, um, you know, I think just you, you can't draw it up any better than that. So I think regardless of who the opponent was, I think, you know, I'm going to be, you know, amped up for it, and I know all the guys will be too. Now, has Devin been hard to live with this week? I mean, he finally got in the game. And did the same. <laughs> What's he been liking? Is there more in that little uh, rabbit hole? Yeah, no, I mean, obviously he got in there last week, and uh, we put a little package together for him. That was great. I think he executed well. And then on top of that, when he got in there at the end, uh, threw a really nice ball to Brandon for the touchdown. And I think that's good, especially for a young guy to get some game experience like that to get some confidence going I think that was really good for him. Coach Day said this is a team, he said this yesterday, this is a team that wants to be coached What does that mean to you? Yeah, um, uh, you know, Coach Day, I think that's the one um, side of him that I don't know if people always get to see. I mean, he, he's fired up 24-7 and I feel like uh, I think that brings the best out of all the guys on the team. And when you have a coach that um, 
you know, is on you that hard and wants to see you succeed that bad, I think that just lets you know um, how much he cares about you, how much he cares about the team, how much he cares about the success of the team. Um, so that's good. I mean, he, he and all the coaches, I can say, have been um, like that since the day I got here. What does it feel like to get lit up, lit up by him? <laughs> I mean, I think you have to listen to uh, what he's saying and not how he's saying it. Obviously, in the moment, um, he's going to be hot, but it's always a good message um, that he's trying to get across. And I think um, just the way he says it is just uh, you, you have to keep in mind the urgency of it. Like, you know, especially at a school like Ohio State, you have to get those things changed now. And, um, you know, if you don't, there's going to be a problem. So um, that's one of the things that I've definitely um, grown just to be comfortable with is, is getting lit up by him. Uh, and I think it's all part of the process. Is he, is he ramped it up? Last, absolutely. <laughs> um, I think uh, in terms of ramping it up, I think I really got like that, the first dose of it, really my first practice, uh, spring ball my freshman year. Um, and, you know, he's honestly like that every single day. Um, and so I feel like um, to me at this point, just like I said, listening to, to what he's saying, not how he's saying it. Um, but, you know, I couldn't ask for a better coach. Kyle, thank you. Thank you. Now we will hear from wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. When, after he gets tackled, so we definitely all made fun of him when he got to the sidelines. Is it something we said for him at least covering the ball up? or Yeah, that's what he said. That's his, his excuse that he made, that he's just trying to take care of the ball. So uh, we let him slide for that. You he just did you the same thing, but he scored. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You said that, that Carnell was on a better pace than you were last year at this time. Uh, I'm sure you probably still stand by that. Yeah. Uh, is that what you were talking about when we finally see him in a game and we finally see him doing those things? Are those the kind of things that, that you were talking about? And is it nice to finally see it happen in a game? I mean, yeah, I think, um, like I said, we see it every day in practice. Um, so for him to kind of show the world, uh, just a glimpse of you know, what he can do on the field. You know, I'm super proud of him. Uh, he's one of the, you know, the best players that I've been around just uh, from a talent, just how he takes care of his business uh, on and off the field. So I'm super excited to see you know, as he continues to grow, um, you know, as his role increases in the offense. I'm uh, just super you know, proud of him for all he's done so far. Marvin, how's the ankle? Is it at least better than it was for most of last year? Uh, yeah, it's, it's getting a little better. Do you, you expect the you expect it might get the play on Saturday? What, what's your what's your take on that? Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm not one of the trainers. I leave that up to the trainers. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna make, they're gonna make the call. Is the injury similar to what you're dealing with? Yeah, they're both ankle injuries. Yes. Mark, when you're going up against a defense like this, that's ranked number one in the country, just how much do you get excited for the opportunity to test yourself against that? Um, you can talk about test myself personally, or just test myself as a team. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I think definitely exciting. Um. Now, they're a great defense, uh, probably one of the best defenses that I've seen on film. Uh, I think you know, from top to bottom, they have you know, everything you're looking for on a defense, uh, very well coached as well. So it's definitely going to be a challenge for us. Um, I think as far as testing yourselves is the biggest test you can possibly get, really. So I'm you know, super excited for that. What is the, their secondary in particular? What stands out about that? Uh, kind of like last year, uh, they play, you know, they were gonna play that man coverage. Uh, they're gonna rely a lot, you know, on trying to be physical with you at the line of scrimmage, you know, getting their hands on you. Uh, 
you know, they're actually very, you know, very talented, very skilled, and things like that. So it's definitely gonna be a challenge, you know, for me and the rest of the receivers. Um, but it's just come down to who has better technique at the end of the day. What were your impressions of Kalen King when you lined up against him a couple times last year? Yeah, no, he's good. Um, I think. You know, everybody kind of you know more so focused on you know, the Joey Porter uh, matchup, but then uh, he obviously was at the corner on the other side, and I got a chance to go get him a couple times as well. Um, but he's definitely you know one of the best corners that you know, I faced uh, in my college career. I have a tremendous respect for him. Um, you know, he's definitely going to be you know, going on to do great things at the next level as well. So uh, it's going to be an exciting matchup. Who are some of the guys who've maybe given you not trouble, but some of the guys that you kind of like going up against those guys since you've been? Deontay Banks from Maryland last year. Uh, I think he's with the Giants now. His first round pick. He was really good. Um, I would say Deontay Banks. It's so weird to see you drop a ball. Yeah. <coughs> Saturday night, where you changed something up, or you were you upset? What? How do you? I know you'll bounce back. Yeah. What, what's it like for you to go through something? Like that? Um. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of emotions, uh, to be honest with you, because. Um, one, you let yourself down, but then you also let the team down as well. And I think what hurts the most is knowing that you prepared for it. Uh, I think, you know, you guys see, and you know, I take you know, preparation very seriously. Uh, I think I'm the hardest working you know, player in the country as well. So for you to go out there and you know, on Saturdays to not get the results that you want, uh, it definitely, you know, hurts the heart a little bit. But, you know, it's a way to bounce back from it. Um, you know, it's not the end of the world, uh, but, you know, definitely, you know, can't let the team down like that. Um, you know, if it was a closer game, obviously things like that can't happen. But uh, yeah, it definitely it definitely hurts because I know how much I prepare, you know, week in, week out, um, on a daily basis uh, to prevent things like that from happening. But uh, like you said, you just gotta move on from it. it. Doesn't seem like you could do more. So did you change anything this week? Yeah, uh, I have changed you know, my routine a little bit, uh, implementing some different things. Uh, just prevent that from happening again. Oh, well, yeah. We're very excited yeah. to talk about it. How do you work through that when it's happening in real time, though? Because I think you hold yourself to pretty high standard. I think we're all used Yeah. Uh, you gotta have that next play mentality, uh, the same mentality that you know, DBs have. You know, after they get you know, beat for a big player and everything like that, but it's gotta be next play. You can't let uh, previous play affect the next play. So it's kind of mentality that you have to have and. Uh, I think the hardest part is never losing that confidence that you have in yourself and uh, still trusting your training, even though your training may have let you down for, you know, one time or one play. Uh, you still have to trust yourself in the rest of the game. Does the weather at all have an impact on that? I mean, it can't. At the end of the day, it can't have an impact. How quickly did you get on the mark when you got back? How quickly after you got back? Uh, no, I stuck to my you know, normal routine. Uh, I think we got back at 8 o'clock, whatever I think. So, um, no, obviously Sunday I came in. Uh, did my normal routine, but uh, just this week, you know, implemented some different things. One of them was a, you know, one was a, a drop, and the mm -hmm. other two were tough catches. Yeah. I mean, do you consider all three drops, or do you consider one drop and the other two just tough catches? I mean, if it's an incomplete pass, it's a drop for me, if anything, whether I touch it or not. I think, you know, every ball thrown my way needs to be completion. Was there something a little bit weird, though, atmospherically? I mean, the, or was the ball a little bit more slippery, or your gloves a little more, you know what I mean? Where, Back on that condition, so I'm saying, something a little bit out of the out of regular. Uh, I probably should have taken my gloves off um, for one of them. Obviously, it, it was raining. I don't know if you guys are there, but it, you know, it was obviously raining uh, that whole second half. So, um, you know, that's more so. Personally, I got to take the gloves off and maybe give myself a better chance there. Yeah, drop the side. Are you? Do you feel like you're playing up to your standard right now? Uh, 
feel like I'm never playing up to my standard, if anything, because uh, the standard is perfection, and you can never be perfect. So uh, I think that standard is something that's never met you know, at all. So you just you know, continue to keep building and you know, getting better. But I don't think there's ever a time where I'm playing up to my standard. I think we asked Coach Hartline in either the spring or in May about you and how you can continue to get better. And he mentioned that you were no longer comparing yourself with college receivers, but to like Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs. Do you feel yourself pushing yourself to that standard right now? And, and how is that going in your progression from flipping that switch from college receiver to, okay, I know where I want to be and where I want to be is not right here? Yeah, I think um, standards kind of been you know, placed as my dad. So if you do that from that perspective, that's a Hall of Famer. You're always comparing yourself to him. Um, like you, all the receivers you mentioned, Devontae Adams, the great receivers, are probably going to be Hall of Famers as well. But uh, you know, your whole life, you're chasing after you know, your dad, who's the best receiver to ever play the game. So I think the standard has always been high. And um, yeah, I think that's just. Mark, 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 you from that. Like sometimes when kids have legendary dads like that, they're trying to find the way to be themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm not this guy's son. I'm my own person. Yeah. Anytime we talk, you bring that up. I'm like you're chasing your dad in those situations. Yeah. Why don't you run from that at all? Uh, I would say it worked for him. It's going to work for me. Obviously, uh, the goals he's reached is the goals that I'm trying to accomplish. So why not follow the same footsteps as he did? Why not put, you know, try not to put more work in than he did, uh, knowing that it got them, got him to where he was at. So uh, why, why try to take a different path? And you know, you're very unsure of where you may end up. Where if you take the path that he took, you know what the results are going to be. Marv, you're actually from Pennsylvania. These two programs play each other really close games all the time. Yeah. Do you consider this a rivalry game? Uh, yes, I think uh, it is a rivalry game. Um, I don't know too much of the history between Ohio State and Penn State. I know the games have been very close you know, in recent histories. Uh, and coming down to usually that fourth quarter, you know, one team kind of pulls away or the other. But um, I think uh, for the goals that we're trying to accomplish as a team, make it to the Big Ten Championship, Penn State is definitely one of those teams uh, year in and year out that you're going to have to go through uh, to reach that goal. Growing up in Philly, was there a college team that you rooted for? I know your dad went to Syracuse, maybe it was Syracuse. Nah. Was team that you rooted for? Nah, I didn't watch college football that much. It was more so I just always watched the NFL. I think just how close the games are in the history of the matchup, and that makes it close, or it makes it rivalry. And then also, uh, what's at stake? Usually, you know, if you lose that that game, your chances of going to the Big Ten championship probably are gone. Um, so I think that's what you know, what's at stake makes it a rivalry. What, 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 how does it change things for you as a player? Knowing that this this game has a good chance to go into the fourth quarter in jeopardy, you know what I mean? Just like last year. So, how does it kind of change from a preparation standpoint or your thought standpoint? Because uh, you're you know you're going through a week for a game like this. Yeah, I mean, you think whether things are going good, bad, or however things are going, you just got to make sure you keep swinging because yeah. you know that fourth quarter is going to come and you, know, you can be down, you can be up, the game can be tied, or whatever it is at that moment. Uh, that's when you got to push through and uh, you know, battle to the end. The reason I'm asking because you had that huge slant catch last year, you know, when y'all needed to keep yeah. the drive going. And what got you going was not just the catch, but the, the yak after the, mm -hmm. the first down. Yeah. So that was almost a building block moment for you, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. What, what did you learn about yourself from that moment? And then yeah, I think Penn State, that was definitely, um, like you said, that was one of the games that uh, I had circled 
going into last year. Just I knew the defense was really good. I knew they had really good corners, um, and that was a chance that I had an opportunity to prove myself. Uh, going back to Penn State, uh, it was just a moment that you just dreamed of your whole life, and yeah. you want to you know, capitalize on, you know, do your best. And I think that day I you know, put one of my best foot forward. And that's something I'm you know, really proud of myself for. When you know the ball is coming to you on a play like that, as it start, I mean, are you just what, do, what? What goes through your mind? I mean, you know, it's it's a huge moment. Yeah. You know it's coming to you. Uh, like training. Stop. Some shortstop will look that ball. You know. Yes. Yeah, I, I just go back to your training. Go back to your training. You caught that pass thousands of times. You just ran that route thousands of times. So uh, don't make the moment too bigger than what it already is. I think if you train like you're in a game. Being in the game allows you to revert back to your training, so uh, so just try, try to do in that moment. Have you ever had as much trash talk in your ears as you had on Saturday? I don't even know if you call that trash talk. I think they were just, I don't even know what they were doing, but they were just out there talking to be talking. I wasn't really paying on the mind, though. So to go out and have three catches in the first drive, score that touchdown, is that, is that, a, is that like the easiest way possibly to shut them up? Or? <laughs> Uh, like I said, I was just out there trying to do my job offensively you know, and help the team uh, move the ball down the field and put points on the board. Uh, it's, I, I, I think it's just on TV, I was like laughing. I don't think people were telling me. So I was just out there just you know, having fun. But how important is it? Two more you? questions. Guys. How important is it for you uh, as focal point of this offense to get the ball in the first drive? It seems like you guys are very adamant to get the ball in the first drive. Mm -hmm. For you, and you're obviously a very confident player, but to get the ball on the first drive, make sure that you set that that standard for yourself. Yeah, I think um, you know we talk a lot recently just about starting fast, and you know, I just like I said, if the ball is coming to me and those moments to start the game. I think it's my job to go out there and capitalize and get the whole team going. Um, if I can go down there and you know, make some big plays on offense, and maybe that might help the defense out, um, not to give them energy or special teams, uh, give them energy. So it's just you know my job as uh, one of the focal points of the offense and of the team to just do my part in uh, any way that I can to help the team start fast. I just try to do that. Real quick, Kyle's yeah. confidence. You've been talking about Kyle a lot with his confidence. He seems even more confident now. Just how would you describe Kyle now? It's to be expected. He's got six starts under his belt. Just how would you describe Kyle's confidence? That's what, that's what it is. Just, when you have six starts underneath your belt, um, you know, things just start slowing down for you. I remember me last year, you know, everything's kind of moving real fast. And I think you know, midway through the season, um, I think even after a game like Penn State, everything just starts slowing down for you now. And you can go out there and trust yourself a little bit more. Um, I think just the confidence grows just, you know, organically um, from just playing so much. Of course, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Next up to face the press is defensive lineman Tyleek Williams. Tyleek, did you practice with the DBs at all this week? No. Nah, not yet. I'm uh, I will eventually. Come on, Brad. Tyleek, the instant just said uh, you're part of BIA for pass breakups. How does that feel? Feels amazing to be a part of two groups. Uh, Take take great pride in my DB skills, so it's showing up now. I think you got some mid-season All-American recognition this week. Just what does that mean to you? Uh, it's it's a great award. I'm not really worried about it right now. I'm just trying to get to Saturday and get ready for a big game. Did you expect that coming in this year, though? I mean, I know I'm capable of it, but I got to go out and show it. I guess it's showing up now, but you know, it's room to improve. 
you watch the tape, what stands out about this Penn State offense? Uh, they work good together. Um, they're real big. You know, there's I don't think there's any real fishes on the line. They all like they're all good. They work together. And what about that running back duo that they have? Yeah, they're two explosive running backs. We got to get them on the ground. No broken tackles. They will create big plays out of them. Yeah, when a team comes in with those kind of running backs, how does it change sort of your game to a certain extent of being aware of those guys along with just getting up the field? You understand what I'm saying? Uh, you just got to know where they're at at all times and just never let them be free because they will expose you. Yeah. What, what, is, tell Eco, what has changed about you? Is it just you're more, you have more endurance? What, what is going on this year with you from the standpoint of the plays you're making, the efforts you're showing out there? I think I'm just working harder in practice and in the game. Uh, I think I took some breaks last year, but I got a bigger role this year, so I got to show up. Yeah. What, what, did you tell yourself that? Did other people tell you? Boy, you could really be something if you did, do this, this, and this? Or how did that come about? I mean, you always hear it around, but I know what I'm capable of, and I just had to show it. Yeah. Just got to work hard. Okay, the, the past deflection, are they just instincts? Is that film study? What, what is that? Uh, it's just, just instincts. When I think the ball is coming out, I just put my hands up, try to block his view. Have you always been good at that? Uh, I think I think so. I think I had a couple over my years here. But never four, right? Nah, not four, not four, nah. Is there a knack to it? Meaning, getting in his view? I mean, what, what, is there a knack to getting in position for him? Yeah, I just try to, posi I try to position myself where he's like looking and just try to block his view as much as I can. What did it mean to you to make the last tackle uh, in that Notre Dame game? I mean, chasing the, you know, you end up, I think it was hard, maybe I forgot who it was, but you end up at the end of that wild play, you know, in on the tackle. What did that mean to you? I mean, it was, it felt good to end the game. Uh, uh, JT, Jack, you know, they were in with me. So I credit them to stopping it. I just just showed up and tried to help. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's All these deflections, you're saying you have a little bit of bounce. But, you know, when we step on the court, you think you can dunk the ball? What's the best dunk? I can, I can dunk. I actually can. I got videos. What's the best, like, dunk you can do? Uh, Just on one hand, you know, just something basic. If I try, you know, something else, like windmill or something. <laughs> How does a man who's, what, 300 pounds and everybody who talks about you says you're athletic and twitchy, uh, how do you move that quickly? Uh, I've been like this my whole life. I gained a lot of weight. And if you look up, like, in high school, I was actually really, I was like 270. And COVID hit, I gained a lot of weight, but I always had the quick feet. Right, so, right. Okay. yeah. So you move, you got quick. Yeah, I just, I've had it my whole life. It's just showing up now. You gained a lot of weight. Did you have to, like, reshape the weight? Or what would you have to do since then? What do you mean? Meaning, you gained a lot of weight during COVID, which I don't know what that means. It means you're eating a lot more. I mean, yeah, I didn't. Come from and then did you have to kind of reshape the weight a little bit? Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't work out for a long period of time. I was just eating. So it just kept gaining, kept gaining. And then I started working out, and I was, I was pretty big. I had to cut it down. Talik, I asked uh, Davidson about your past breakups. He said you're an honorable, uh, honorary me member of BIA. Your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I appreciate the award, and uh, hopefully I can get some more. Probably lead the team. I'm losing a lot of steam. Shit, oh, hey, I'm good. Last question right here. With Coach Day, he's kind of been a little more Thanks, man. this year, and he said that's kind of intentional. Coach Knowles said that kind of the same thing, that different teams need to be coached differently. Have you noticed a difference uh, with the years that you've been here in the coaches? 
Uh, yeah, I think I definitely think they're more like hyped up now. Uh, I think that's what we need as players. We need a like a fiery coach. We don't need a calm coach. We need a coach screaming. And I think it gets us going. Do you, do you think the team responds better to this? Season? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Ali, thank you so much. Yeah. We will now turn our attention to offensive lineman Donovan Jackson. Oh yeah, I've I've seen it, I've heard it. Um, come off the sidelines, I hear it. But um, it's it's just it's just the type of guys we have, you know. Uh, for the type of guys that can be coach hard and coach day, um, he uh, he tries to emphasize his point. And uh, if if we don't get it right, we're gonna hear it. And uh, that's that's how a good coach coaches. Yeah, you know, when, when when the schedule comes out, there there are games you circle, games you look forward to, and this is one of them. You know, it's a it's a matchup game, meaning that it's good on good. You know, um, you know, talent won't uh, won't win this game. It's all comes to execution, and uh, we're just we're just looking forward to this game. But I know some of the way you run the ball is like opponent specific. So, what this working this Purdue may not necessarily work this week. But is there anything to be said for just like gaining some confidence in the way you guys ran the ball last week? Like, how did you guys as an offensive line feel coming out of that? Uh, we feel good uh, being able to run the ball uh, efficiently, but you no, know, Purdue ran, ran a three-down front, and uh, Penn State runs a four-down, so it's a totally different, uh, totally different operation. So we just gotta, you know, uh, keep stacking days and uh, rely on the game plan and the coaching we have to get after it. Coach Fry and, and Coach Day both last week were talking about trying to not, not simplify things so much, but like make sure that they were on the same page with you guys and like what you were comfortable with. And, what maybe fit you all best. As players, do you have any feedback on that? Like, saying like, hey, we like this, this, and this, and we try to work on these ones? Uh, I mean, I I really have no preference. You know, if, if they tell me to run 30 yards downfield, I'm gonna run 30 yards downfield. But you know, uh, they they uh, some of the uh, the the calls we have have been simplified to to make sure that we just run off the ball fast. You know, um, uh, too many times we were you know. Um, just like, oh, is this the look? Looking for the perfect opportunity, but now it's like, okay, I'm gonna run off the ball and I'm gonna take this guy this way, and so just uh, bring bring it back to the basics. That was the, the main message of last week was taking it back to the basics, and that's just uh, you know getting your first step in the ground and hats hand, hands feet and run. The guy who's had a lot of success in the offensive line is that kind of difficult for you to do? Take it back to the basics at times. No, I mean I I really appreciate it. Sometimes you you overlook. And you know, sometimes you, you try to do too much and you forget, you know, what got you there. And that's just the basics, you know, board drill, stepping over a board, you know, f like 30 times of practice. And then just uh, making sure your hands are inside. Sometimes you worry about, oh, if I get this look, I'm going to do this step. But no, you just got to go back to what you were doing from the start. I mean, what he was asking about just gaining confidence. To, to have a, a running back average uh, tenure seven minutes of carry to have a, you know, the offense be as successful as it was for you guys up front. What, what does that do for your confidence? Because I know it's opponent specific and last week's opponent may not be as talented as this week's opponent, but like, what does it say to just get some confidence for you guys? I mean, I would say um, it doesn't hurt. You know, um, obviously, yeah, we, we were happy coming off the field. We 
of last week at least we're happy coming off the field the what the the work we put in on field because you know practice isn't all good and dandy but at the end of the day like no one cares what you do in practice they care what you do on Saturdays so um it it felt good executing on the field but after, as soon as we got on that the plane back to um Columbus we knew that we were on the next week yeah. Ryan said uh, after the game that, that your guys' demeanor was better did you feel that you're one of the leaders of the offensive line did you did you sense like a better demeanor from the offensive line on Saturday uh, I would say uh, it was certainly better than some weeks. You know, um, we, we were able to um, run as a unit, and I felt like that was a feeling that we didn't have as much as we would, we would like. But so uh, just just keep sacking days and going in the right direction. is uh, I feel like that's what we felt pretty good about. But we know there's tons of more work to do. You know, um, this this week, obviously a matchup game. There's the, the, the front, the, the backers, very talented. They can run fast. They're coached hard. They don't make mistakes. So we just got to, you know, you know, rely on our culture. This is a known, known game. Many people think that it should have been a primetime matchup. Do you have a preference of like playing in the daytime or nighttime, or do you just play either? Uh, if I would be honest, I would say I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge 3:30 guy. You know, um, you know, noon games, you, you wake up early. You just kind of everything's fast. You know, uh, seven o'clock games, you're kind of sitting around all day. But three thirty, you wake up at usually a, a reasonable time. You kind of chill out a little bit. But you're still moving fast, and you get out of there, and usually done by like, what, like seven. So you catch the tail end of the the, the night games. But you know, I, I'm 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 really excited regardless. You know, this is a game that you wake up with energy, um, no matter what time it is. So I'm just looking forward to get out there with my brothers. From your perspective, you know, as a guy, you know. Up front now. How do you strike the balance between creativity and relying on some of those foundational running game concepts that you have? Because it seems like you guys kind of did a mixture of both Saturday with the Devin Brown stuff and the stuff out, out of the slot with Xavier, but also some concepts that have been running all season. Uh, I would say, um, for an O line standpoint, I don't know who's behind me. Um, uh, it's, it was, it was a, a nice surprise seeing 33 in the end zone. I, I honestly didn't know that. I mean, like, I did know that, but like in terms of how we block, it doesn't change. Um, it, it doesn't change the way we do for the man behind us. You know, uh, having different personnel groups makes us more versatile, and uh, and uh, I'm just uh, really proud of how we uh, performed. Did it feel like it brought a spark though, a little bit. Though? I mean, as you look back on it, you know, with 33 in there, uh, this isn't sliding the other guy. This is just you know, y'all came up with this, you know, philosophy or whatever. Get down there to get him in the ball game. Did it, did it feel like it brought a spark? Uh, I would say it, uh, it certainly helped our offense a little bit, having uh, the versatility that he brings. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, we're, we're just uh, trying to punch it in the end zone. It, it don't matter who's back there. It could be Coach Day himself running the ball, and I'm sure he'd run hard. But um, it's just uh, we're just focused on the O-line, just getting in the end zone to make sure we touch paint. Did y'all cross over? Last question. This is, did, do you feel like y'all crossed over something yeah. last week uh, with, with, with that concept, with the tush-push, you know, with Caden Curry getting up in there and stuff? I mean, did you – you feel like y'all crossed over a little bit offensive line-wise from a power standpoint, or getting it done down there? Yeah, uh, we would say um, those those short yardages were a huge point of emphasis for us, and uh, we were emphasizing it all week. And uh, we we just knew that when you know the the competitive excellence part of it of this program is like when your number's called, you, you gotta make the play. And we knew once it was. Uh, a short yard situation. We knew we had to get after it, and so it, it was nice uh, getting the the was the touch push in there. But um, it, as, as long as we executed the play, we were we were proud of it. Thanks, man. Thank you. Um, obviously, this is a huge game. Matt, you may or may not be here next year. Next year, it's a 12 team playoff. Team could lose one, probably two games, and instead of getting this year, you can't afford really anything to be safe. 
Do you kind of appreciate that this is kind of the last of a, of a breed of games that we, we really got to win this game. There's no, there's no safety net. This is there's the urgency that to winning this game. I know you have urgency every week, but it's in terms of the postseason. Uh, I would say that just comes with being at this university. You know, this university is very uh, prestigious, and it's a it's a it's a win or die mentality. You know, uh, losing uh, isn't something that we we look towards. You know, we we always want to execute in the best of our abilities. So even I'm not really going to talk about next year because uh, I'm worried about what we're doing this week. But it's a it's a very important game, and we're just trying to get after it. Next up, tight end Cade Stover. I told my dad, my John Deere dad, yeah. he goes, what, what color he's got on that farm? I said, oh, they're coming around. They're green now. They're, you're green now? Yeah. Yep. You'll be glad to hear that. Probably you're probably hauling in some one-handed fades out there. Is that just adding to your catch package there, your catch radius? No, I'm actually, I get yelled at for doing that. I oh, yeah. try and catch with two hands. <laughs> you talked about this a couple weeks ago, Dave being a little more fiery, a little more animated. So you said yesterday this is a team that requested a lot of likes and wants to be coached. Proprietary. Is that, is that something that's a little new uh, this season? All right, yeah. I think I think he's done a really really good job uh, at really given us a good model, uh, role model to follow after, and give us somebody to look up to and know that <clears throat> he's going to have our back like uh, we have his. That was a big hug at Notre Dame. That was a meaningful hug. What uh, what did you draw from that? Uh, I just feel like we've been through a lot together. Uh, I feel like we share a lot of the same uh, characteristics mentally wise, and that's just uh, before that game. Uh, we just kind of, I said to him, and we said to each other, like, hey, like, I mean, I, we got your back here. Uh, and so after that happened, really felt felt like that came true. Kind of feels like what he knew when he took the job. It's like, you know, Urban said, maybe Gene, too, you can't lose. You can't, you have to win every game. It's hard to breathe here. It feels like for a coach. Do you feel that as well? Yeah. For him? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think we feel as players, and I think for him especially, uh, that guy comes in every day with, I man, that guy's ready to work. You couldn't ask for somebody better to follow or somebody better to uh, have at the helm of this operation. I, I, I just, okay, not to take away what you've done this year, but is it kind of exceeding your expectations of the amount that you're getting thrown to and the, the level that you're putting out up to this point? I don't I have no clue to answer that question, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, like I said before, I'm just happy to take what I can get here and the ball comes my way. I just want to uh, I want to make the plays and uh, do something with it and uh, hopefully continue on that. Uh, I think it, it goes hand in hand. I think uh, being able to do everything out there and being a complete tight end uh, helps the team more than helps anybody else. And uh, we're just looking our way in that pass option too and some, and some situations. So hopefully keep that going. Okay, thank you so much. 
And the final Buckeye we will hear from today is linebacker Cody Simon. Teams in the past, they, they love running the ball. They love being physical. So, I mean, it's, it's really just comes down to um, just playing physical and, uh, and stopping them at the point of attack. Is it safe to say you're in the best form of your career right now? Best form? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just blessed that I'm in this position, really. I, and, you know, I'm taking it one day at a time. And, you know, I appreciate everything that's going right, that's going in my life, good or bad, you know. So, best, best form, I, I guess you could say that. But I, I'm just trying to stay on top of everything. So, how are you staying on top of everything? What's that mean? It's just doing all the little things right, you know, watching film, and then still got to do your schoolwork and making sure your body's right, and all this stuff goes into this every day. So, you, you have to have a schedule and, and making sure you're just your best self. What's been the best part of playing the number of staffs you have these last couple of weeks? You've been getting more and more involved in the defense, obviously. You know, I, I just staying hungry. That's that's the main thing. It, it doesn't really matter if I get one or if I play the whole game. You know, I'm, my job is to be as prepared as anybody who's out on that field. And, you know, when my number gets called, I, I do whatever coach tells and, and I do it with as much energy as I can. So, yeah. Do you see what you and Steele do as complementary in some ways? I mean, obviously, you know, that's primarily who you're something in. Yeah, no, I, le- I learned so much from Steele. He, he, he shows me a lot of the ways because, you know, I, um, play, playing behind him, really, it's, it's, uh, it's not an easy job. And, you know, from, from the TV copies and the, and the bird's eye view, it may look easy, but there's so many little things that go into it. So, like, he's taught me so much, and, and I'm still learning right now. Cody, this is a very interesting offense you're getting ready to play. But they don't have a lot of explosive plays this year, but they average about 44 a game. Yeah. So it's it's like they do it in, in sort of meticulous style. Yeah. Interesting, right? To try to defend. Can you walk us through the challenge of trying to defend a team that's willing to take a check down? Yeah. I mean, they have a lot of confidence. They, I, th- I believe they started a lot of their possessions in plus territory, too. So, um, you know, they have a lot of confidence coming into this game. So, really, what it is, we have to, to win in our situations. Like, First down's got to be a big point for us, and um, you know when it gets to you know third and whatever, or we have to be able to get off the field. And I mean, like any game, but especially for this because they are a good opponent, so we have to be ready at all phases. You know, I, I've, I've they wanted me to cross train and be ready for any any uh, any thing that might happen and so it's really just the mental side you know it's playing linebacker is always a physical uh, position to be in so really it's just knowing what your job is and, and how to uh, complete it at its at the level it's supposed to be like the highest level possible the highest standard so really it's just learning and I learned a lot from Steele and Tommy and, and uh, you know they're, they're helping me as, as I go and we're and the coaches are being are, are helping me too so it's really just being ready for every play when it comes so it's a lot of film a lot of uh, questions and, and a lot of just Preparation. What is the difference between I mean, I can't really uh, quantitatively say how difficult it is, but it's it's a uh, it's more of a feel thing, you know. Uh, playing Mike is is a complete like it's almost like right hand left hand type thing. So, you know, it's for me. I'm just trying to master that other side of of, of the of the defense, and you know, there's a lot of different nuances. So, like. Whereas Mike, you might have certain checks. Will has a lot of different checks too. So just gotta be ready and, and, and be prepared to make all those checks. How do you feel like you're
Uh, I, I think I'm doing I'm doing okay. Uh, it's it's definitely a learning process. I'm not I, I have not arrived yet. So it's this is all just uh, me just continually to to improve and and. Uh, and go over my practice film and go over everything just to make sure I'm ready for the game. Last question. Early for fans. What, are your, what are you expecting to see from Buckeye Nation this Sunday, I mean this Saturday at Ohio State? You know, I, I know when, when people are in the stands early and the fans are in the stands early, the, that opening kickoff is, is probably the best there ever is. I, I remember there was one game last year. I know they, they had all the fans come early. So that's what I'm looking for, the people in the crowd early, getting ready, going crazy for that first kickoff. Cody, thank you so much. Sweet.